Hello, everyone. This is Jacqueline Kitzman. I am back with the Awaken Tarot podcast. And once again, there is no Gabe. Uh, eventually, there will be a Gabe. Uh, there is not one right now. Uh, if this comes out, it means that the first one went over well with the new recording device, and I'm still using it. If this specific uh, episode does not come out in this exact way, which only I will know, you won't, uh, then I have ditched it because it didn't work. Uh, we're going with it's working though right now. <laughs> uh, so super excited to go on to the next card, especially because it's a card I mentioned in the last episode. It is this week we're dealing with the Eight of Wands. This is fun because it is one of the only cards in the tarot that doesn't have any human-like affect in it. There is the Three of Swords, which has a heart, like our emotional heart depicted on it, which I would say um, is similar to a human aspect. Um, and then there's also the Moon and um, in the Major Arcana, which doesn't have any humans on it, uh, which is very interesting and I would love to dive further into that potentially later in this episode or potentially if we pull the moon because as you all know I pick out the cards I talk about because I pull them. So let's dive into the eight of wands. Uh, as I said last week when I look at the wands and when I'm teaching them I like to ask people what exactly are the wands being used for? Because the wands are doing different things. Like I said last week, sometimes they're crutches, sometimes they're arrows, sometimes they're swords, sometimes they're clubs, sometimes they're walking sticks. And I think that how the wands are being used kind of displays a lot of what actions and shows us kind of what we're supposed to be doing. Um, with the eight of wands in this specific card, they're arrows. These are arrows that we shot uh we, we eyed it and we shot. So these are our manifestations. These are our goals. These are the things that we want. And these are, this is us watching them go. This isn't in the nine where we've seen them land. We're watching things happen. The number eight is a infinity. It's, it comes right after seven, which I've talked about before being kind of self-awareness, realization, and control. Those aspects are really important in a seven because we're about a card removed from a five, which is a contraction, uh, and you don't transform and change like you do in the eight without going through that contractive period and having kind of that uh, true awakening in the seven and realizing what exactly the issue is. If you're the issue, if someone else is, if you need to remove something or add something, whatever that may be. In the eight, specifically the eight of wands, we have eyed our goal. We know what we want and we've shot our arrows. And this is super exciting because this is not a card that's giving you answers. This is a goal. This is a, uh, this is a card that is saying, watch what happens. And you, and you're kind of at a point in this card where you're okay watching the outcome. In the nine, we honor the outcome. We honor what's happening. We look into all of that. We, we, kind of see the damage done or the not damage done. But in the eight, we're just fucking going for it. In fact, it's not even that we're going for it. We have gone for it. We have, sh we have, <laughs> listen, I went to college for English and I fucking just about said I have shooted my shot. I have 
shot my shot. I, I shoot it. I shoot it the shot. There's really no like good way to say that phrase. But you, you've done it. You've shot your arrows. And now they're going towards their targets. They're going towards one target or several different targets. Doesn't matter. In the eight of wands, we are asked to put ourselves in kind of the viewpoint of where our actions lead. Like um, kind of like the butterfly effect a little bit, right? Like, okay, so you've, you know, let's say you took a right turn leaving your house. And then in the, you made that decision kind of in a seven state. And then as you're driving to work, you don't know what's going to happen. Let's say you take a different way than you normally would. Now you're in the eight and you're kind of like, well, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Do you get a traffic jam? Are you in a bender, a fender bender? Um, I almost called it a bender fender. I'm obviously doing super well on the caffeine levels today. Um, But yeah, so you're kind of in the state of watch and see. Uh, (laughs) Somebody, I was reading this card uh, to somebody at one point in a reading and they said, so it's kind of like a fuck around and see what happens. And yeah, exactly that. It is fuck around in the seven and then in the eight of wands, it's and see what happens. And this is and this is where we are. So you're kind of just in this flowing state of you've you've shot your arrows and now you have to wait or things are moving and they are the direct result of your actions in a good or bad way Um, or not even good or bad. It's just this is I don't even want to say consequences, but these are the results of whatever action you took or a realization you had in the seven. Eights are super fun. Um, Throughout every eight in the tarot, it involves us. It involves us. We've already committed. We've had that realization in the seven and we've committed. I don't think you can commit more to something than shooting an arrow and being like, fuck, it's the wind's problem now. Uh, Because that's what you can do, you know, when you, if you're a writer and you submit your poetry to a magazine and you, you know, you wrote it, you realize that you want to share it and then you send it out, you're in a native wands. Like I said earlier, you take a way to work that you normally wouldn't take and you, you don't really know the way. So you're kind of just fucking around and guessing you're in the eight of wands. You really, really, really want a new job. So you fill out that online interview and you've, you're in the eight of wands the Eight of Wands is true movement. You're going somewhere. And it's because you shot those arrows. Sometimes in the reverse, it can come up like, okay, somebody shot some arrows and let's see how they affect you. Like if your partner went out and like in like impulsively bought a, a PS5, if they can find one. Uh, and now you're like, well, shoot, like we're $800. I don't know how much a PS5 costs. Don't come at me. Uh, but great. They've spent $800. Now what? Like, are you going to be able to make it through the month on rent? Are you going to be fine? Can you make that up? Um, all of those things, you know, it's you, you kind of wait for things to land and see where they are, which directly leads us into the nine of wands, which is kind of like this walking stick and honoring nines are about honoring where you've been or honoring what is. And at that point, like whether you look at the nine and you're like, shit, that dude's injured or you're like, oh, nope, they're still standing though. Like, that's great. Um, either way you look at that card, you are standing in front of the arrows you shot and, you know, kind of like the encouraging or the encouragement with this card is make sure your targets, make sure where you're shooting your arrows, you're not injuring somebody in the process, either yourself or others. Um, yeah. Eight of wands. It's a fun card. Again, one of the only ones that you're not in. I did say I wanted to quickly tap potentially on the moon 
and why that may not. Um, in the eight, like I said, of, and I think I said this earlier, it's asking you to put yourself, it's like in the card. Like this is your view of the arrows. In the moon, I would argue that it's the same thing. Um, you see different creatures coming out of the water onto the shore to look at the moon. I would argue that the perspective is that you two are supposed to be staring up at the moon the way that not just humans do, but creatures do. You rely on the moon to to enlighten you, to guide you, literally to inform us of what's coming next or how things are going to be or why your emotions are whatever or why like 17 babies are being born one night because it's a full moon. You know, I would argue that when there isn't a person on a tarot card, you are meant to be the person in that card. It's it's meant to be your point of view. Okay, that card's done. Let's move on. This is the part of the podcast where I, y'all, I'm really running out of things for this. I need someone to like send me in like some suggestions of things I can I can fake do and then not actually do because this is the collective reading. Um, oh, hey, <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where I ask you to send me ideas for what I can do during this part of the podcast where I'll say, fuck those ideas. I'm going to do a collective reading instead. So here we are. Uh, the collective reading for the next week after this episode is the reverse king of pentacles. This card, and I, I have said it before, but this is not just the last card of a suit, as we know that kings are the last cards of suits. This is the last card of the entire tarot. Traditionally, you know, the suits go cups or excuse me, wands, cups, swords, pentacles, or sometimes people flip it and go cups, wands, swords, pentacles, but traditionally pentacles is at the end. And that's because you do all of the work in the minor arcana internally first and then externally in the pentacles. So that means that the king of pentacles is the very last card of the entire deck. And for us to be in that place in a king, I like to also, you know, remind people that one, kings are fire, pentacles are earth, and kings are not any better than a page. It's just a different phase of a level of mastery because by the time you enter a page you're picking up what was handed to you in the ace you're done learning about it and now you're just going to take it and you're going to go with it in the king you are now leading you're in a leadership role you have this pinnacle you have you know you have your water you have your fire and your your air and now you're able to grow it's a card of kind of like um I would say it's very magician-esque in that you have all of the elements you need by this point to create. Um, in this king, you are guiding, you are leading, you are in a leadership role of affecting people's actual lives physically, like monetarily. Maybe you're a manager. Maybe you're having to give advice to a friend. Maybe you are laying the law down with something. But in the next coming time between this episode and the next episode, the energy that we're working through is this energy of be careful what you be careful of the advice that you give that will permanently affect others. Be lead in a way that is kind and compassionate, but is also working on, you know, giving people the ability to live successfully. It's very easy to cut people down, to squash ideas, uh, to be kind of have like that jealous um, energy of, well, I don't want that person to do that because if they do, then there's nothing left for me. Allow other people to take up space as much space as you have. And 
or more, you know, there's a time and a place for everybody. So I would say like, focus on growing people in the coming, in the coming time between this episode and the next, um, grow other people so that they can in turn help grow you. Okay. Also, uh, before I leave, uh, make sure that you follow Awaken Tarot on Instagram if you don't or, or don't do it. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Freedom of choice. Um, but if you like this podcast and you want more of it uh, or you want other people to listen to it, it really helps if you rate and subscribe on Apple or Spotify. I don't, <laughs> I don't check Spotify because I would have to like re-download the app. So I don't know what's going on over there. Maybe you're all just reviewing on Spotify. I don't know because I forgot my password. But it really helps get this podcast to ears um, to more people. And I think that's cool and would love for this podcast to go further. But also, like, don't want you all to feel forced or that you have to. So anyway, okay, that's it. That's me awkwardly fumbling through the fact that there are police sirens at the beginning of this neighborhood. And I'm very sleepy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.